black America, they have every law on the books to lock your black ass up, to be able to kill you, to be able to steal your shit, right? They have laws when you when you gather in too many groups. They have laws when you walk across the street. They have any law you can think of when it comes to black people, right? But I was up here listening to these people talk amongst each other. And uh, they have no laws for European terrorism. Like, they call it domestic terrorism or whatever. But they have not a single law to arrest your people who run up in the capital and who terrorize the land and who've been terrorizing this land for the last hundreds and hundreds of years. They have no laws to deal with European terrorism. But they have identity extremists and every damn thing else you can think of. But nothing when it comes to dealing with these people. Now, once you listen to these folks and, and how ridiculous this shit sounds, and this is what black America has to deal with. The Washington Post is reporting that some federal officials are arguing internally that of the estimated 800 insurrectionists that made it into the Capitol on January 6th, those expected to have only committed unlawful entry should not be charged. The Post calls it, quote, a politically loaded proposition, but one alert to the practical concern that hundreds of such cases could swamp the local courthouse, while other FBI agents and prosecutors have pushed back, arguing for accountability with, quote, the full extent of the law so as to discourage similar conduct in the future. During our conversation, MSNBC national security analyst Frank Figluzzi, former FBI assistant director for counterintelligence, and, wait for it, author of the new book, The FBI Way, Inside the Bureau's Code of Excellence. Frank, I want to understand this um, wavering on charges, but I want to understand the limitations of the law. And I saw something you said Friday night with Bill Maher, and I want to push a little bit on this. What what are the deficiencies in domestic terrorism laws, which seems to be an appropriate way to charge some of these individuals? So here's the bottom line. There's no deficiency in domestic terrorism laws because there are no there are no domestic terrorism laws. And, and I'm going to be on this soapbox for quite some time, and I've been on it for, for a while. We don't have a law against domestic terrorism in the United States. That's why you're seeing some of these people arrested for things like trespass, um, assault, theft of a laptop, or theft of a podium. None of those charges reflect the gravity of what happened on January 6th. That was terrorism. That was an insurrection. And we have a nice, neat set of laws for international terrorism. If you change the religion of the people on January 6th going into that building to Islam and you make their mission violent jihad, all of a sudden we have an international They have no laws for European terrorism. They have laws for if you are black, if you are brown, if you are anything outside of European, they have a law for your black ass. But when it comes to homegrown terrorism, they can't do nothing for you. Terrorism law that would charge them and sentence them to 20 years to life. That needs to change, and it needs to change quickly. 
Frank, what does that debate look like? And are you concerned that, you know, a lot of the laws that we have for prosecuting foreign terrorists, um, and as you said, those associated um, with a certain faith, came after 9-11 and were supported by members of both parties, for better or for worse. You've now got... uh They said foreign terrorists. Go talk to some of these countries that have been bombed to death by America, who is the biggest terrorist in the world. Um, Some members of the Republican uh, Senate who were on the side of Trump and have not really been forceful in calling for a change in laws, or I haven't seen them, if they've been calling for um, harsher charges. What, What happens to that debate if it isn't joined by both parties? So here, here's the thing. There have been domestic terror bills um, proposed uh, bipartisan fashion um, through the years, including one by Adam Schiff, one even by now former Senator Martha McSally of Arizona. They routinely get shot down. The particular one I'm referring to um, was shot down by Senator Ron Johnson. And always cited is the valid civil liberties and privacy concerns, right? But they jump immediately from passing a law with strict consequences to we don't want people spying on Americans. This is going to result in spying on Americans. I say that's wrong. I say we can do this right. I'm not here saying we need more investigative techniques and spying on Americans. I say let's start with just a law that says if you meet the definition of domestic terrorism, which, by the way, we have on the books, then we're going to enhance a sentence or, or we're going to have a law to point to that says you're going away for a very long time. We define domestic terrorism in the law. We don't have a law against it. So with that understood and stipulated, what are the charges available to law enforcement for the insurrectionists? Well, many um, of what we're seeing already, which I view as insignificant, assault, even even assault on a federal officer, it's very serious. But when you're doing it to overturn democracy, it should be reflected even more seriously. When you rob a bank, we don't arrest you for trespass in the bank. We arrest you for bank robbery. Why? You've committed a crime against the government. They insure that money in the bank and you tried to steal it. Someone tried to steal our democracy on January 6th, and we're just arresting them for trespass and other things. So this needs to change. It needs to be bipartisan.